Welcome to Real Estate Power Talk. This is episode number eight, hosted by Blake Hawkins and Jessica Holcomb. And today we're going to be talking about taking action. So this whole entire mindset series has been about setting your your mind right to for your goals, setting your goals, um, deciding what you want for yourself, um, putting yourself on a path to success. And so today we're going to end the mindset series with a little chat about taking action. Yes. And um, we've, we've basically talked about writing your goals down, putting them on a vision board, having them in your dashboard or your radar. So what do you do to take action, you know, finally, once you set your goals? What do you do to take action? It's a very serious question here. Um, <laughs> you take action. You know, so you, you, in all seriousness, you just, you, you find the first activity that aligns with your goal and you just do it. Um, you know, I, to me, taking action, the less you think, the better. Um, you just need to start doing stuff. And then once you start doing stuff, you start picking up momentum. I think what a lot of times what happens with people is they get the whole paralysis analysis thing and they, they set a goal, they set a target and they start overthinking it too much. You can't do that. You just got to do something and do something as fast as you can. And then once you get into it, you're going to start learning and picking up steam and picking up momentum. And, and, and once you do that, um, then uh, then things start working themselves out. So the, the key to taking action is just simply to take action. Just, just do something. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think a lot of people, like you said, they get into paralyzed, right? They get into a mode of like, what do I do next? I don't know what to do next. Right. You know? And so... Breaking your goals down, I think, is really important Um, and putting them on your calendar and then time blocking. And this all leads to finally taking action. Right. And so for me, taking action is actually penciling in for the day, like writing in, okay, today I'm going to take care of step one. Right. Um, One of my goals that I had to take action on was, of course, I've talked about it before, but to get my real estate broker's license. Yes. You know, so step one was I needed schooling, right? So my first step was to finish school. So that became my priority. That filled up my whole entire calendar every day, every week, every month until I got all of the hours and credits I needed to get my broker's license, Right. you know? So, um, you know, and I think, you know, when you look at a big goal sometimes, it looks too big. Yeah. So then you're thinking, well, I'm never going to be able to finish all of that. So I'm not even going to start. And that's why a lot of people don't reach their goals. I right. Think. Yeah, I agree. You know, and that goes back to that, the paralysis thing. If you, if you, if you look at your goal and you think about it too much, and you're like, Oh my God, how am I going to do this? Cause here's the thing. It's like, it's like me saying, okay, you know, I want to get from, uh, you know, Houston to New York um, you know, I can sit here and, and, and try to analyze all the best routes and the best maps and, and, and all this, or I can just get on the plane and go, or just get in a car and just GPS. I mean, you can, you just got to just start doing something and, and not worry about how long it's going to take you to get to your, your destination or your, or your target or your goal. I mean, obviously you set a timeline, but the key is just to, to, to know what you want, have clarity on that, and then just start moving in that direction and the power of moving in that direction is w- once you start doing that, then more opportunities start 
uh, appearing before you and, and you meet you meet the right people that align with your goal achievement because you're focused on the right path um, and you start building that momentum and, and, and that's when things really start picking up for you. Yeah. Well, there's that whole law of attraction, right? So if you buy a new car and it's a white Audi. Right. You know, now you're going to see all the white Audis out there. Yeah. You know, like your mind is going to be attracted to those other cars that yes. are like yours. Where Absolutely. In the past, you wouldn't have. They were always there. You wouldn't have noticed it. Right. You know, and so if you, like, I feel like what I'm trying to say is if you set your mind on your goal and then lay out the steps that you want to take, that you need to take to finish it, then you're going to automatically see the signs, right? you know, and they're going to show up and you're going to notice them because it's now on your radar. Yes. Kind of like click funnels, you know, yeah, yeah. like before you would just ignore it and not even know anything about it. Right. And then now you're, you see it and you're like, okay. Now I'm interested. Now I need to learn about it. And and every time you see anything about ClickFunnels, you you notice it now. Yeah, exactly. You know, and then you might even learn a little bit more about it right. every time you see something new, you know. So I think that taking action can also mean um, just having everything on your radar of what needs to happen. I agree. Before you. I agree. You can see it clearly. I totally agree. And, that, and that's the power of actually doing something. And once you start moving in that, dire- in that direction, you start doing the activity, you start doing the right stuff, then you get more clarity on the path. You know, but, but a lot of times I think people want to achieve a goal and they want to have it, you know, completely, perfectly clear. And it's just not ever going to be like that. It's never going to be perfect. Um, the only thing that you can do is just be intentional and just focus on, on where you're trying to get, you know, and, and I think taking action, it, you know, action overcomes all challenges and, 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 and it overcomes and beats fear too. So if you're afraid to do something, in my experience, the more you start acting and the more you start doing it, the, the more that fear dissipates because you don't have time to think about it. Yeah. Fear only comes from thinking, mm-hmm. you know. So is there ever a time when you had a goal that you wanted to take action on and then you found it to be challenging? Yeah, I mean, it happens, you know. I mean, it, anytime for me, anytime I'm learning something new, that is um that's when I face most when I feel like it's most challenging cuz you're you, you don't know what you don't know and you're you're trying to learn something, a new skill, a new trade, a new industry, you you know, you you don't know what's going on, you don't know the basic paperwork. I mean, there's all kind of things that are happening. And then by in the byproduct of that is you think a lot, and when you think a lot, fear creeps in, you know. Um, so I mean that any that's my biggest thing. Once I get momentum built up, and I know the basic lay of the land, then then taking action is never a, a challenge for me. It's in the beginning when you're learning something new, and I think a lot of people can relate to that because a lot of people may have goals and and dreams and and things that they want to accomplish, but there's there are things that they haven't ever done before, which is normal. And so their brain and their mind tries to comprehend exactly how that's going to end up or how that's going to come about. And and to be honest with you, you can visualize to the best of your ability, but you're not ever going to know um, how exactly it's going to end up or how it's, it's exactly going to turn out. You just have to have faith 
in the vision and then start doing stuff, start meeting people, whatever you get, whatever you need to do to get going, you just got to do it. Because like I said, fear only comes in from thinking. You cannot be fearful and, and, and be but in action. Is there a time when you had a challenge when you were trying to take action? I mean, you're pretty much a doer though. Like you, you literally left your job selling cars and started driving for dollars the same day. Yeah. <laughs> so that was like no fear. I'm jumping in. I'm gonna do it. No, there was fear. There was anxiety, but but you didn't let it hold you back. Right. Well, and and, and that's my point. Is to me the only time. Here's what I'm trying to say. I think the simple. You got to keep it simple. The reason why people don't take action is because of fear, period. The reason why they have fear because they're thinking too much. Or they, it's the fear of the unknown, right? Right. They're thinking too much. They don't know. So if you don't know something, you're going to sit there and try to... Your mind, your mind wants to figure things out, which is, which is beautiful. What people and myself need to comprehend is the mind can't figure out something it, it doesn't comp- fully comprehend or have experience in. If it's not in the wheelhouse of its of its scope of experience, so if someone's trying to achieve a goal, well, guess what? They they probably never have achieved it before. So when you sit there and you try to think it and analyze it and and think it through, you're going to naturally have fear because your mind can't comprehend the goal, the target. So for me, the only time I feel massive anxiety or fear is when I'm thinking too much. And I'm thinking too much, and I don't have answers to my thoughts, so I, I can't have a solution to my own my own thought patterns. So the only thing I can do is just start doing stuff. And when you start doing stuff and you start taking action, those things actually slowly dissipate. Yeah, you know, and then you start getting results. So, what kind of steps do you take? First step: set a target. Second step: do something. Well, give an example. <laughs> You can you can say that all day long, okay. but everyone's going to be like, I don't know what he's saying. Okay. <laughs> Example, um, I'm working at the car dealership. Went to the dealership uh, on a work day, and I um, knew that I wanted to leave and, and do the real estate. Okay, so that that is, once I identified my goal, I have, I have, I, I need to take an action. So... I left the dealership. Now I didn't leave the dealership and go home and and plan. You know, I left the dealership, went to Office Depot, bought a uh, an ear thing where you can talk on the phone. You know, with a little ear thing. Okay, bought one of those. Yeah. Um, and then I went driving for dollars, all within the same hour. And I and I went <laughs> and I went to Genghis Grill and I had lunch. So Genghis Grill. So my whole point is, it's very simple. Okay, this is not complicated. You want to do something? Okay, first step, you identified what you want. That's awesome. Okay, second step, do something. So, for example, I want to flip a house. Okay, first step, I need to find a deal. Second step, commit to the deal. Now that I'm committed to the deal, third step, now I need to find the, the corresponding people that are going to help me flip this property. Right. Like. People can get so hung up on stuff, and you, you're 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 more powerful than you even realize. You have more ability than you realize, but you have to start moving in the direction. I, and me personally, I don't think it has to take forever. I think you can move mountains in days. It's just 
You have to know what you want and you have to believe in it. If you don't fully believe in what you want, then you're going to have, you're not going to have activity or action that's going to actually be able to carry you through. So just know what you want and then start doing something. And you don't have to, it doesn't have to be drastic. It doesn't have to be a drastic thing where you have to quit jobs, but you just need to start, mm-hmm. you know? You know, you got you got to start. Well, I mean, I feel like anytime you have a new um, goal where there's fear because you don't know what to do or where you're going or right. what the next step's going to be, um, there is a bit of a feeling of overwhelm. You know, when when you think about it, yes, you're like, okay, absolutely. So yeah, you're right. You overthink it. You know, but then. There's something inside you that has to click and realize that there are so many people out there that have met amazing goals and they're just like you and me. Yes. You know, and they just decided to take the steps and take action and go do something about it, you know. And so I think of, you know, when I opened my brokerage, I, you know, it had been on my vision board for a very long time, probably 10 years or so. And it was finally the time, you know, and when I took the steps and I finally, you know, passed the test, I think, you know, maybe I, it took us two weeks and we had our new brokerage open already. That's awesome. Um, I even built out my new office space within a month and a half or something. And we ended up doing our own build out. Wow. And it required a lot of steps, you know, but luckily I was at Keller Williams and we already had a team model um, for, for the, you know, that I was operating at Keller Williams, not as an independent agent, but we were a little team, like a micro brokerage within Keller Williams. Mm -hmm. So I had already had systems set up where I was 1099 in my team and doing things like that, that as a new broker, you have to learn about and figure out and plan. And, you know, there's a whole business side to things that um, a lot of people don't expect when you open your own brokerage. Right. And so a lot of that I was already doing, you know, really for us, it was just moving into a new space, changing out our signage, changing out all of our marketing to only say White Glove Realty, you know, and um, it was a big, huge checklist, right? And I just needed to get it done as fast as possible, right? you know, because first of all, um, we couldn't operate our business like we normally do until we had everything done, you know? So, um you know, for me, it was just a constant, you know, what needs to be done now? What's going to take the longest? Do we have to order something? Is it going to take time to get in? You know, the things that take the longest that need to be ordered now did happen first, you know, and we just checked it off, you know, and then the things that could take a little more time, like, um, you know, doorknobs and, and handles on the cabinets, you know, we, that came a little bit later, you know, like (laughs) we just wanted to get in to the space as fast as possible. Absolutely. You know, and then we ended up having a grand opening and, um, you know, then there was a whole new task list for that, you know, and setting all of that up. So there's always going to be things that you need to do. Um, but how do you, 
you know, how do you stay focused on reaching the goal and actually taking action versus doing activities that may not really bring the outcome, you know, like, is there a difference between, um, taking action and activity? Yeah, there's a difference, you know, so an activity can be anything, you know, an, an action, an action that's, that produces results is, 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 is completely different than just doing anything in, you know, that comes to your mind. So result producing activities, you know, for example, you know, if you're to give example for myself with the real estate investing, my job, my duty is to find off market deals, period. Mm-hmm. Right. That's my, that's my, that's my number one priority. My second priority after that is to sell those deals. So what are my activities? 80%, 90, 90% of my time needs to be on finding deals. Once I find a deal, selling is, is, is usually pretty effortless, but finding deals. So now what are, what are, what activities correspond to finding deals? Driving for dollars, cold calling, door knocking, you know, networking, uh, social media ads, you know, they're, they're whatever bandit signs, um, whatever I got to do to find deals, that is the action that I need to be focused on. So that is focused action. Now, what happens to a lot of people is, okay, now say I'm a real estate investor, and I'm, and, but then I spend my whole Monday on my logo, <laughs> you know, or I spend the whole Tuesday on my CRM system. And I spend Wednesday on my email campaign. <laughs> and then Thursday, you know, I spend at the coffee shop and, and you know. Networking. And, and I network, right? Or you go to a networking event and then they're like, let's have an after the networking Net, event. Yeah. Event. You're, you're networking at the networking after the networking. Yeah. You know, so and look, and there's nothing wrong with any of that stuff, but it has to be um, prioritized. And I think for a lot of people, I've met a lot of, I've met a lot of people that have gotten into real estate investing that are. Um, that have that have wanted to be you know getting to the real estate wholesaling game, and they have they've been in they have actually technically have been in a space longer than I have, and they've never done a deal. And the reason why they've never done a deal because they've never actually done the things that you're supposed to do to get deals. Mm-hmm. But they have great cards, business cards. Yeah. They have phenomenal logos. They have great slogans, and they even have a website with a landing page. <laughs> but they've never talked to a seller. They never door knocked and they never cold called. And and, I'm and why not, do you think that is though? Like, why are people afraid to pick up the phone and and prospect? Well, there's multiple reasons. I think the biggest reason is it, it, some of it's personality. Some of it is, I think, a lack of clarity. I don't think people are meaning to do that on purpose. I don't think that they're trying to necessarily avoid eating the frog, so to speak. I th- well, I, I think that, you know, there is a fear of rejection. There is. And there is. a lot of people are afraid to be told. Nobody likes to be told no. So when they're told no and they, they make a call and they get told no, it's, it leaves you with that fear, that little feeling of rejection. Yeah, you know? it does. And when that happens over and over and over, it can really weigh on people, I think. Yeah, it, it can. And I remember, I'm going to give a good example. When I was selling cars, um, this ironically was the best month I've ever had selling cars. 
and and ironically it started as the worst as my worst month and so i went i was um two and a half weeks into the month and i sold three cars and i was dead last out of the whole uh 30 30 man sales roster and uh and I and, and and I kept track of all my um, all my people that I interacted with, and not only did I sell three cars, I sold three cars the first two days in the month. So I went basically two and a half weeks with no sales, and I went through I think sixty something people with no's. So you know, so imagine spending time with sixty people. Okay, I'm talking two hours, three hours sometimes. And getting no's after no, wow. after no, after no. It, and so it physically wore on me. Like I actually physically felt yeah. the pain yeah. of rejection and such a do it's a it's a do, it's a doom and gloom pain. It doesn't feel good. It does not feel good. So now go back to the story. So I, I remember this day clearly. I spent a whole Sunday. Just basically self-reflecting on the month because I honestly I wanted to quit. That's how I felt. I wasn't going to quit, but I wanted to quit. And I sat there and I wanted to just basically give up. And I sat there all Sunday and I just kind of self-reflected and got clarity. And I was like, okay, you know, um, it is what it is. And so I made a decision. I'm going to take it one customer at a time, and I'm not going to focus on anything but that that customer and that and that day. And complete, you know, this is this is a, just a true story. Complete magic happened. So, two and a half weeks into the month, I'm, I sold three cars. I'm dead last in the dealership and sales. And I went on one of the hottest streaks I've ever have gotten on in my entire life. And I went on to do thirty three complete thirty three transactions. I sold twenty four and a half cars. Wow. And I done I did it all in the last like eleven days of the month. Wow. Yeah, there there was days where I did five five six transactions in one day. And how did that happen? Like, what changed? Well, it's 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 getting clarity and, and understanding. Look, without getting too esoteric here, there's something happens when the universe challenges you, and they and you come. It's like a muscle. It's like a muscle, and so whenever you're you're doing a bicep curl, and you're doing a bicep curl, you're doing a bicep curl, and then and your muscle starts wearing out, it starts wanting to give up. At that critical point, you got two options. You can give up and quit, or if you keep pushing through the curls, it actually will become easier. Okay, so this is how life works. Yeah. This is how life works. So in the in the in the in the in the arena of business and sales, the sales gods, <laughs> the business gods test you. And they say, listen, <laughs> the we sales gods. This is real. We have a reward for you. You're you're about to have a massive explosion in your business, but before you get that, we want to see can you do you number one do you really want it? Yeah. And number two, are we giving it to the right person? Yeah. And so you will go through trials, and I'm telling you, when I had 60 straight people tell me no, that was look I, that's there's no logic to that. Mm-hmm. And then not only that, I had the best month I've ever had, and I did it in the last 11 days, and I made the most money in the leadership that month. Yeah, that's crazy. That's amazing, actually. It's 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 crazy. It's true. I mean, you know, when you talk about taking action, um, that means you have to get off the couch, right? And yes. I feel like no couch surfing. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people um, 
don't really don't really want it. Someone that really wants a goal and wants to achieve something, that's who we're talking to. What about this morning when you said you wanted to wake up earlier every day? Yes. And you set a goal to back the clock back 15 minutes a a week or or Every month, every month. Every month, yeah, so that you can get up earlier and earlier. And I was asking you, why do you want to get up so early? (laughs) Yeah. And what did you say? Because that's that's who I am. That's who that's who I need to be. No, you said because I want to be the first one doing what I need to do right. by the time people are waking that's up. That's correct, and that's and that's who I that's who I need to be. I'm not that person completely right now. I right now I'm still um you know not waking up exactly the time I need to, or that I want to. So I'm, I'm doing it in increments. But yeah, I want to be up early getting stuff done for sure. Yeah. But I mean, I guess controlling your schedule like that, it helps you to take action because you're up for a reason. Exactly. Yeah. And when you're up for a reason, then you're like, okay, now I can have more time to fit everything in so that you're not stuck. You know, let's say you wake up late and then you're dealing with all the people that call you and email you. And then all of a sudden it's lunchtime. Well, and 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 I've experienced that problem before. You know, if, if you don't wake up and you don't give yourself enough time. Then what happens is you wake up and then you just have n- enough time to 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 start responding to everybody else, right? You know, and that, and that's you know that and it's hard to be action oriented. You're you're reactive at that point. Yeah. Well, I think a way to help yourself take action is you know to wake up early and to time block and make yes. sure you have everything written down to where you know or have an idea of when you're gonna get it done. You I know? agree. Um, I've told many people this, my team, this so many times that if it's not on my calendar, it's not going to happen. That's right. You know? And so what do you use on a daily basis? If you use a planner, if you use your phone calendar, set yourself reminders too, you know? I know my sister has a problem drinking enough water every day. Right. And I think there's a water app out there where you can like remind yourself, yeah. How to drink another glass of water. You know, like there are a lot of tools and apps that you can use to yeah. help yourself. Just but just don't, you know, don't get lost in, in the Don't in, get lost but in, in still, the in the gadgets. But still you know, I got this water app. I don't even know everything about the water app. <laughs> oh, but I forgot to drink water. But <laughs> you know, I think that just having that little reminder it helps. Oh yeah. Cause if you're really a focused person and you're working on a project yeah, you can go all day long and not it's, drink it's, anything. It's very true, yeah. You know, and that's that's not good for your health. It's not going to help you to stay focused. You know, it's just not a good thing. No, I agree. So I feel like you can use things to help you take action. Yeah, you can. Um, I've been reading this book called Get Rich, Lucky Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and it's pretty interesting, and she's got some really fun tips in there. And so one of the things that she talks about is to basically to manifest your goals, you have to have them everywhere Mm. and reminders everywhere. So for example, if you wanted to win the lottery or something, then you would basically, or let's say you wanted millions of dollars, you would basically say, you know, I am a lottery, million dollar lottery winner. 
Right. And you would put it as your screensaver on your computer. And then you would put it on your phone. And then let's say your partner or spouse is also in on it with you. Mm-hmm. Then you name your partner or spouse in your phone million dollar lottery winner That's good. and you name each other yeah. that in your phone and so then they're calling and you see it well and it, it just keeps <laughs> it's like, like re- re- refocusing in your brain yeah it reminds you every day every minute so in so many ways you know to where you are gonna draw that to you i agree and that's what's so exciting about setting goals and taking action is that you are the creator of your life every day i agree yes and you can choose to have a very productive day, or you can choose to have one that is more chill style, like going to the spa all right. day long. <laughs> which which is which is nice too. You know? <laughs> Sometimes you need a little relaxation. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, and, and look, I mean I you gotta have the right um, technology to help you stay focused. And I think it's really cool, you know, that there's there's certain little tricks you can do to help you stay focused. And I think the more you're focused on something, the more it's in front of your face and your eyeballs, um, the easier it is to take action, you know, because it comes more more familiar with you. Well, another good tip is to refocus your why. Right. And get re-motivated. Right. You know, and doing that, um, you can watch YouTube videos. You can look for, you know... Um, just motivational and inspirational quotes that can help you to get going again towards your goal. Yes. You know, um, I have a, a member on my team and she was having a hard time figuring out when can she find the time to prospect. Mm-hmm. And she has daughters and they go to school. And um, so she was just having trouble with figuring out, okay, how can I fit it all in, be a mom, take care of all the errands, you know, do all these things. And so we decided to nickname her Power Hour Hustling Hottie Hour. Nice. (laughs) And so now she looks forward to it because she's like, you know, I'm going to start hustling. Yeah. You know, this is what I want. Right. And if I don't do it, I'm not going to reach my goals. It kind of reframed the, the you know, the it action. It reframed it to a, something that inspired her, you know, to where she can actually look forward to that time. Right. Instead of looking at it as a negative. Exactly. You know. That makes a lot of sense. So maybe naming that. And then we've, we've watched a lot of um, training videos and Tom Ferry talks about setting up a shrine like a, a power hour shrine. Mm-hmm. And so basically you would have your vision board sitting in front of you and then you would have your phone, you would have your earpiece, you would have a glass of water, you would have your planner, you would have a notepad to take notes and you would have your database. Nice. And basically you sit there for two hours and you don't move until you're finished. Right. You know, and... He said you could even have something relaxing like a a water fountain or like a candle, anything to help you get like a positive feeling of working in that space. Right, right. You know, to where you're not dreading it. Exactly. Like you're walking up and you're like, I'm going to be successful today. Right. I'm going to help 20 families, you know, buy a home this year. Right. Or whatever it is. And I've only got two. I have to find those 18 other families. Right, right. You know, you have to figure out... What it is that you want to do. Yeah, because different. everybody's motivated by different things. 
And so you got to find what motivates you. And I think that's a big, that's a good point. Finding really what motivates you, I think taking the action becomes more effortless. And, um, you know, so that's, that's a good point to staying connected to your why, why you doing this, you know, what actually makes you feel fulfilled. And I think once you get connected with that, taking the action will become more effortless, you know, for sure. But, you know, you just got to just start doing it. And you, and then as you start taking action, you may find that, that certain things aren't to your, you know, exactly what is in your wheelhouse and you find things that are and in, in whatever works for you, you know, but the key thing is to do something mm-hmm. and just not think about it and, and not just dream about it. You know, um, you know, what they say, a, a, a dream without actions, a hallucination. A wish. You're hallucinating. <laughs> hallucination. It's psycho, psych, it's, you know, you need to be in psychotherapy. Like if you're not doing something with a dream, I think it's complete, cra- it's chaos, you know, <laughs> so you got to do something, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, but a lot of people dream, but then they they don't want to actually do it. Well, that's a di- I mean, it's a different. That's, that's different, right? I mean, that's. Just, I'm not saying don't dream, not to dream, but what I'm saying is, if you're dreaming and you're feeling the emotions of wanting to accomplish it, but you keep procrastinating on it, then you're just you're causing yourself more, you know, negativity than, than it needs to be. Yeah. Yeah. So, what do you do to keep the momentum going? Keep going. You got to keep going okay. every day. Seriously, I know it's it's simple, you know, but to keep the momentum going, you simply keep the momentum going. Well, I, I think it goes back to that whole thing, like you sell a home and then you start working on managing that contract instead of the keeping going of the prospecting activity. Right. And so then what happens is you have these lulls and... In income. Well, and, and, I, and I've recently have experienced that, you know, so for me, lesson learned on myself, the sales guides taught me a lesson and, <laughs> um, and I received it and I am now forgiven by the sales guides. Oh, you're forgiven. I am because I've learned my lesson. So recently, um, you know, I've been, I've been blessed with uh, four, four deals for sure, possibly five here in the last um, four weeks, which has been awesome, right? Blessing, and, and I'm very grateful for it. But I have been, I'm, I'm actually proud of myself. I've been keeping my main focus on new deals. Yeah. When you first started, you would get caught up in the transaction. You get caught up in the transaction. And you become a slave to the old deal that happened 16, 17 days prior. Mm-hmm. And look, I think that's normal. It happens to people. But the sales guys taught me a massive lesson. And the lesson was, I remember one time I spent a lot of time on this deal, and the deal never even went through. <laughs> but you learned so many lessons. So many lessons. On that one. I feel like that was an initiation. That was, you paid, you had free training. You're paying your dues, right? And then, yeah. and goes back to the whole, you know, you push through resistance, right? Mm-hmm. And um, you push through it and you keep going. So I, I just think, so for me, you know, once you get the deals, because, you know, you start getting the momentum and you start getting deals and, and, and all that good stuff, every day your focus needs to be on your you know, your income producing activities. Yeah. And you got to keep your focus on that. Yeah. And that's how you keep the momentum going. Right. And for agents, that is also the number one income producing activity is prospecting. Absolutely. Doing open houses, talking to people about houses, setting up appointments for showing houses, um, calling people, asking if they want to see houses, you know, setting up appointments. And I think that's the 
thing that agents dread the most is actually making those calls and setting up the appointments, which I don't understand because I've always looked at it like if I have a a hot lead or a prospect that says to me, like I had somebody call me today earlier in the car right? and, and they are interested in one of my listings. And they need to move right away because their home is flooding. Yes. And she's like, I need to move. And I'm like, you know, we can work this out in like a couple of days. Right. Send me your information. Solution oriented. Um, If she doesn't send me her information, which I don't think she has yet, guess who I'm going to call in the morning? Her. I'm going to call that lady. And I'm going to be like, hey, I didn't get your information. Don't you want to move? Let's get this going. Because there's an opportunity for me to lease one of my listings and... You know, I can help this lady get out of a home that keeps flooding. Absolutely. You know, and so, um, but why would you be afraid to call that person back? Here's the thing, you know, there's like a little psychology thing where you need to realize that you're helping people. Mm -hmm. You're not selling. That's right. We're not selling anything. We're helping people get what they asked for. Providing solutions. They asked, she asked to move. She needs to move to get right. out of this space that's flooding and and she wants help. Right. She it, needs help. You're 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 a solution finder. Yeah. You so solve problems. When you reframe your mindset to believe within your mind, body and soul that you are helping people with real estate needs, then I feel like you're gonna have so much success. Because I agree. it's all about the client and their needs. First, right, and foremost, and if they need your help, you're gonna help them. That's right, you know, and you're not gonna have fear of following up with them because you know that they need you to call them back. That's right, they need you to call them and give them the information that they're looking for, right? Yeah, I mean, and I that's a great point. And for salespeople and real estate agents and investors or whoever it may be, I think it's a big that's a big mindset switch. I think that and that may cause a lot of people not to take the right action is they have that hang up, you know, oh, I don't want to be a used car salesman. But that that's a that's a some a thing society has thrown. That's not real. That's mm-hmm. that's a that's a make believe thing. Um And didn't you have a thing where an affirmation that you made that you ask for clients that need your help or something like that? Like I've done that before. I used to sell new construction. Yes. I, I read an affirmation every morning, every night. That that says, I find people, and it, not not the exact quote, but I basically I find people that that want and need my services, mm-hmm. and they ask me to help them, uh, you know, move their house fast. Yeah, and and and, and then your clients that you've been receiving lately have been, have been very nice people. Yeah, um, people that needed my services needed me out there with them when their houses were flooded and there's mold and there's garbage and there's random dogs living in the house and <laughs> there's squatters in the property random dogs. literally random bums living in the house i mean there's all kind of stuff going on right they needed someone like me to help them sell their house mm-hmm. and give them money that they need and that they can move on about their lives. So yeah. I'm very blessed and very thankful for that. And I think I think that's the that's the power of being intentional. Right. You know? Yeah, I agree. And, you know, backtracking to um, when I used to work for the home builder, I would have a set of inventory homes that I would have to sell and they were very specific homes, you know? And 
there would be some that were a little bit of a challenge to sell because they had maybe, you know, not good selections. Like maybe a family came and started building it and they picked what they wanted and then ended up not buying it. And then I'm left to sell it as an inventory home. And the perfect example is I had this house that had dark brown tile, dark brown cabinets, and then brown laminate countertops and brown backsplash Mm. tile. And and it was a galley-type kitchen, so it wasn't really a big kitchen. So it was just a really dark brown kitchen. Right. (laughs) And we all know that kitchens and master bathrooms sell homes. You know, that's those are the most important rooms. So I just... I sat down and I prayed and I was like, God, please bring me a family that I can help to buy this brown house, you know? So along comes this lady. I show it to her. We're walking through. She points at the countertops and she's like, well, these are interesting countertops. And I'm like, yeah, it's the leather look. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and she goes, I love leather. Yeah. And she bought the house. That's awesome. <laughs> and so, I mean, there is a home for everyone. There's a home for everyone. Right? But That's at right. the same time, you know, I I also truly believe in in asking for help, saying affirmations, praying, whatever it is that you do, you can focus on dealing with clients that you want to deal with. Well, and, and clients that want to deal with you. Right, yeah. and I think that I think that's that's just the the there's true power in intentionality, and that's another thing that I've really been doing too. Is is every morning, every night, I I, I set my intention. You know, please show me exactly who I need to be working with. Yeah. You know, show me. And it's, yeah, that alone is taking action. It's almost like you're, um, you know, taking a magnet. To the needles in the haystack. Right. You know, and then they're just getting drawn to you. Exactly. You know, because you're clarifying what you want. That's right. What kind of clients you want, what kind of houses you want, the whole thing. You That's know? exactly right. And so for agents, I think an easy way to do that is to also, you know, basically have some sort of affirmations or picture in mind of what kind of clients do you want to serve. You know, because there's so many ways that you can serve clients in real estate. You can serve them in commercial, leasing, residential, you know, apartments, um, lofts, high rises, you name it. Like if there's something that you really love that you are aligned with, then that's what you should be focusing on taking action with, you know, in any way, shape or form. I agree. You know, 100%. So... Um, anything else you want to add? Just like Nike, man, just do it. <laughs> just, just do it. Just do it. You know what? It's true. Just do it. No excuses. Just do Eat it. Eat the frog. Just do it. Just. Who cares? Just go do out it. there and do it. Just do it. And don't be scared. Don't be scared. No fear. Actually, you might be scared, but it's okay. Do it again. Do it, do it anyways. No fear. Or put your fear in the purse. Yeah. I mean, you, here's, I mean, you might have fear. Just do it anyways. Put it in your pocket. Just do it. Who cares? Just do it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> so, well, this is our last of the mindset yep. series. Or last, no. <laughs> last episode. This is our last episode for the mindset series. 
And so uh, next week, I'm really excited because we're going to be talking about one of my favorite, favorite topics, and that is marketing. And we're going to be posting uh, a lot of different marketing topics. So what I'd like for you to do is to post on Real Estate Power Talk on Facebook or on Instagram on what marketing topics you are most interested in hearing about. Um, And if you have questions, I want you to post them there too, or you can private message us and we will be sure to cover your questions on the next episode. So thank you so much for listening. We love you and we cannot wait to start our marketing series. Let's get it. Have a great week.